What's up, guys? You are on the air and off the books with Bethann and Samantha. And today we have special guest, Amy T. Don't know if you want us to say your last name. Hello. Yes, and we are doing part three of Never Have I Ever. I know you guys were here for part one and part two. And now you're back for part three. Woo-hoo! With more questions, more crazy questions, more more crazy Controversial fights. answers, more fighting. Yeah, Beth Ann might get thrown against the wall. We don't know. <laughs> you just never if know what might happen. Slamming. It's me getting it's beat up. Just, yeah, because I'm the one that has. We're the... just getting too too wild. That's right. right. Sorry about the smell of my fries. No, pretty stenchy. Yeah, because yeah. all of you out there in audience land can smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too bad we don't smell vision. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. truth. <laughs> <laughs> you smell my coffee though. That might be good. All right, are we ready? Yeah, we are ready. Ready, ready. So I wrote some questions this time, guys, and I've kind of All struggled right. a little bit because we've done two parts of this, but hopefully we got some good stuff that we can uh, we can talk about, and um, hopefully we'll get some get some fun answers. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's just jump right into it. Beat first. All right. Never have I ever. Finally consented to read a book I'd sworn not to, <laughs> only to find that I loved it. Oh no, not yes. yet. <laughs> not yet. Tell me about it, Samantha. Yes, Fifty Shades of Grey. I was like, Ugh, oh god, gross. Samantha, not gonna read that. Say that for? And I'm just like, yes, Fifty Shades of Grey, my dude. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yep. yeah, hundred no. percent loved it. Yeah. So what in that in that case, what convinced you to try it after you'd sworn you wouldn't read it? What what was that thought process like? I saw the movie and uh, I it took my soul away and I was like, <laughs> Okay, well, gotta read it. What in God's name kind of an answer <laughs> is that? So it's a tree, it's a true swear on oh everything. God. That's the craziest answer. The third movie the ending was so sweet and I was yeah. just like, Oh They did kinda of wrap it up all nicely, didn't they? Like, yes. I yeah. literally can't yeah, cannot. I'm hoping Bethany Craig cannot. is that for me. Yeah. Well, I Take recently. No. Um, <laughs> you want it to be bad? No. I don't want it to take my soul away. I don't think I'm going to like it that much. I just think, I hope that I like this romance. You're going to like it. I hope. I have not been. I don't think I've ever willingly read something that I didn't want to read. Right. I'm so mean. I'm like, just oh, they told me this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I not that long ago read, and I if you guys have listened to part one or part two, you will know, I swore I would never read Word of Crawdad Sing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to read that. It's beautifully lyrical, the way that really? it's written. It's, I mean, the story's maybe not necessarily for everybody, but the way the woman writes about the South and about the... They say it's like a coming of age story and it's about the the growth and the um, the internal process for this one central character and mm-hmm. how she lives and loses and loves and just all these different things. Um, I've never the poignancy and the melodrama and the the tenderness and the longing and the just I mean it's it's a very poignant book. It's really the only way that I can describe it. And the way that, that the author writes with such a delicate hand and it's just so lyrical and beautifully phrased and you just, it's like taking a bite of something that warms you inside. Like, oh, like, like apple pie. 
I mean, it's I, I can't describe it. It's almost 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 everything that I say is going to sound so saccharine and cliche, but it's just it just it's very haunting the way that it's written. It I wish wonderful. I like I wish I had that kind of brain where I'm just like I read something and I'm like that was just so poetic and I'm just so like moved. Never. I'm not emotional cover. like that. I'm just like mm, no. It has to say it straight was up for me like that. But the natural series I didn't think would be good. Yeah, that's so true. I guess that's true. I yeah. did have that. So, but yeah, now so I, love it, it. I guess the, I guess it just goes to show you don't necessarily think that just because you've gone on for a long way thinking I'm not gonna like this. You know, sometimes you gotta give something a chance and just that's see, right, guys. Just see like where you just see where you <laughs> see where you go with it because let me tell you, very pleasantly pleasantly surprised by you're where you brought thing. So this this question when I wrote it, I, I kind of think maybe we touched on it, but I don't think we ever specifically asked just this question. Um, never have I ever judged a book by its cover. Oh, all the time. Either way, yeah. whether for good or for bad. I always judge a book by its cover. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. How could you not? Yeah. And I think, like I said, I think we've talked a little bit about cover art and what kind of draws you versus what doesn't draw you. But I think it's a very difference. powerful thing that I'm sure the publishing companies really watch for quite a bit. And they probably put a lot of thought into um, into yes. how that well, is I done. Well, I think that's a failure of, I think that's a big pitfall that people come into who self-publish. Like, I think unless they really, like, spend some cash like I think that's one of the hardest things that that to me would be a reason why I wouldn't want to pick mm -hmm. something like that you know what I mean like I don't know how to explain that I think that's a a caveat there because they don't have at their disposal people who are funding that doing yes, that for them exactly. causing somebody to go in and be paid to illustrate something yes. like you know things are that are popping and eye-catching especially if you're like a visual learner and stuff like that mm -hmm. it makes the and it worst tells you secrets. Yeah, the worst covers for me are Western covers, Western books. Yeah. And movie covers. Movie covers, and I hate the like Harlequin romance covers. Yeah. The people. Oh it yeah, has, those like, are cringy. And the people uh, don't match the description that are in the book. That's right, the worst. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like if they're like real people on the cover, then generally I don't like the book. But like n nowadays they're doing those like. Like realist, like realist, realistic faces, but they're like, like airbrushed or like they're drawn in like some kind of online like thing or whatever. Right, right. But they're a real person, but they're stunningly beautiful. Yeah. But I don't like it when there's like a guy holding a girl around her waist from behind, or like he's like <laughs> dipping her into oblivion. into oblivion. There you go. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, not necessarily. But yeah, it reminds me like of the old time, like the '80s romance. Novels like I'm imagining the ones that my mom used to read. We talked about the bodice rippers, like where they're, yes. Fabio. you know, they're yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, those are those are so, got, like lounging like this. Yeah, and the and girls are like, lounging on cloth, covering yeah, exactly all the, the good and parts, like, and you're just like, what in the world? Wonder what this book is about? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't leave much to the imagination. Must be about chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> Like I feel like I'm gonna read an in-depth uh, discussion about <laughs> about physics in this book. No, not quite. Yeah, it's not gonna be an intellectual 
challenge every day. Maybe a little day. chemistry. A little chem- chemistry every now. We might we might have that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh, so Lord, very very easy out. to check a judge a book by its cover. I think so. I agree. I agree. With you. <laughs> like I said, for better or for worse, we can do that either way. So, um, all right. Never have I ever lied about reading a certain book to someone because I was embarrassed or been tempted to lie. Have we answered this one already? I don't no. know if we have or not. I've not, been not specifically. I'm not going to lie about that. I've been tempted to because it's like the, like if you somebody asks you, is this really popular book? And you're just like, oh, roll eye roll because I don't want to read this book. And you're really tempted to just be like, oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. I read that. Like, uh, I mean, usually I'm just like, no, honestly. And you're like, oh my god, you have it? And yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like, Nolan will ask me if, like, I've read a certain comic and I know who this character is and I know he's going to go on, like, this whole spiel about Nolan, this. Nolan, don't listen. Like a 10-minute like a long. Off here. And I'm just like, yep, I've read it to, like, save myself from having to listen to him, like, talk about it for, like, <laughs> 10 minutes. Poor Nolan. And I'm just like. <sighs> oh, my God. We didn't know this was going to be a marriage Sorry, truth. Nolan. Love you so much. Episode. When they need counseling after this. Yeah, right, so right, right. the next episode is Nolan. Yeah. Featuring Nolan. Send in your donations for Samantha's <laughs> marriage counseling. We need to go yes. through the account for yes. them. Yeah. Save their marriage. Well, and I think it's, you know, this is something, that part of this is something we've talked about before. Um, you know, the, the unapologetic reader thing. I think part of this goes into, you know, we can get so stuck into worrying about what somebody else might think think we all do that rather than just read what we enjoy this is your moment of clarity right now yeah, I mean, let me just, just lean in close to the mic and just, let you know yeah just, just this be, is a soul check this is i you know <laughs> leave check. it to me to bring the soul check into yes never have i ever <laughs> things are Today, about I will to get bring really it, serious things are about to get real amy is going to lay some truth down read what you love guys we've said this over and over again but you know don't i mean we've all felt like it and maybe Maybe the environment where the three of us work, you know, we sometimes have to maybe embellish a Be little all bit because we're, all people. We're, we're trying to never um, let someone somebody's. feel feel badly about what they like to read. So we might we might challenge, you know, we might mean. we might hold back just a little <laughs> bit with what we we personally love. But in your personal life, in the privacy of your own home, in your mind, whatever you wherever you you know all this. Just read what you love, guys. Life's too short to to not enjoy what yeah. you're reading, and and you know just just enjoy yeah, who it. Who cares and, what and, other people think? Yeah, I mean it, it all goes back to it's the same as anything else in life. You even know, me, who hates everything, you probably hates read. everything. Yes. <laughs> even <laughs> Beth Ann, who's the biggest naysayer I in the am. world. Don't listen um, to me. You know, just read what you want. Just dude. like I in do. just like in life, we shouldn't let anybody live rent free in our heads. You know, we shouldn't worry about yeah. what other people. You know, put that to to the test in your in your reading life. Books are you know. free for a reason around. You. Yes, I mean, and Good. there are as yeah, many you know what I mean. As yeah. many great ideas for books as there are great people in the world. So just. Just there it is, people. There's the truth. Just Unless you lose your library card, Thank then you, you gotta play two dollars. Just like read me. what you love. Read <laughs> what you love. All right. That was a good one. Never uh, have W-Y-L. I ever read what you love. Never have I ever joined a Facebook reading group. I have. I've created one as well. Nice. I have nice. not. I have. They didn't go well. It's hard to keep up, especially when nobody reads what you read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
sure. It's really difficult to also start book clubs, and I've also tried to do that too. And it's also right. very difficult to try to get people together to be willing to read what you like. Yes. I think the only reason why Samantha and I work so well is because we have that one thing we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would both be like, you want to read this? No. no. You want to read this? No. No. <laughs> exactly. Or they were like, oh, I guess we can read it. Yeah. It's just we struggle through everything. So, yeah, it's hard, guys. It's yeah. hard. Well, I have yeah. one, and I think I've mentioned, maybe, maybe mentioned this group on here before, called Bookaholics Cafe. Yes. Oh, okay. On Facebook, that's actually really, really good. And the thing I like about that one is that I'm constantly, it's not specifically like a reading group about reading a certain book or reading it but it I find it interesting when somebody asks like give me a good psychological thriller to read mm-hmm. well that's kind of one of my genres that I love so I'll follow that post just to kind of see where other people you know what other people's suggestions are so in that way I kind of really enjoy yeah. that type of a group so in that sense yeah. it's nice um I've never joined one that where they read specific books and then talk about because that I just think like what you said it's you know it's too niche it's too there's too much yeah too much that you you may or may not like what's going on I kind of wish we had more like bookstores like um, chapter two over there around here like used bookstores where you can go in and have that like atmosphere sure there's nothing wrong with Barnes and Noble but like I wish we had a little bit more. Of that, like when I lived in Indy, there were so many everywhere, and it was right. just delicious. Exactly, delicious. delicious, a lot of fun. It's conducive to being able to like be in a community of book talkers, and that's fun. absolutely, you know, absolutely. That's fun. Oh yeah, that's a blast. So nothing more than obviously, you know, given the fact that we're here, that we like to do more than talk about books. <laughs> yes. Right, we do a lot of book talk. We do a lot here, of book obviously. talk around here, obviously. So here's a fun one. Never have I ever gone over-the-top fangirl over a character in a book. Yes. Every time we go on this podcast, we talk about (laughs) Yeah. So there's, like, one character that you just are literally in love with and you'll hold them to your grave. I'm literally always in love with the bad boy in every single book that I read. Is there one in particular that you just could never get over? Um, Yes. The guy in the book. I thought you weren't going to tell me for a minute. I'm like, wait, cricket, cricket. The guy in the book that you're you're about to read, Crave, one of the the brother of the main character, yes. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. He comes in more in book two, though. I think... I don't know. I've never been so emotionally connected to a character that I could never, like, live without them again. I've read books... Like Fahrenheit four five one, I read. I've read like eighty times, and it's not because of like his character; it's the book. Right. Sure. So sure. I don't know that I've ever Experience. read something and had a personal connection with somebody so much so that they'll stay with me forever. Right. Right. And that sounds so awful. No, being a book lover. So, right. No. But it's maybe just, it's just that for you, it's the book connection more than it is the character. Connection. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, and I think I take everything as a whole and what it gives me are like pieces of the person. Nobody's ever been good enough. <laughs> Nobody's good enough. Nobody's good enough for me. Yeah. I probably have lots of books that fall into this category. Um, and it's not always necessarily just a male character. You know, it's I'm not necessarily talking about fangirl as in, oh, he's my dream book date or whatever. But, I mean, there are a lot of female characters that I'm just like, they're such 
yes. bad, you know, ASS women that you know, like like Katniss Everdeen. She's like a butt kicker. I mean, I love, yeah, I love old. her spirit and I love her, you know, Hermione you Granger in the Harry Potter books. Katniss you know. Evergreen, no. Um, that's, there's another one, you know, Joe in the in the book Little Women. You know, I love her tenacity and her. You guys like predominantly strength. female leads, though, right? Um, some, somewhat, yes. but there are some there are some guy leads too. You know that I yeah. that I've enjoyed, but there's just something about really having a soul connection to a, a character in a book where you really understand where they come from. Yeah, most um, times out of ten, I think that, that I, I, really I don't enjoy. usually like the woman role in the book. Right, and I think we've talked about that a little yeah. bit. A usually little bit. they get on my nerves really bad. Yeah, yeah. I've well, always like, and I don't have a favorite female actress because I can't stand any of them. Sometimes it's the so same, kind of. Yeah. Uh, true that. So I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that yeah. makes me really think. If I figure something out later, if something yeah, comes to can, me, I'll let you know. Visual and my yeah, brain's whatever. going into overdrive. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever attended an author event. I have. I'm Many. Not. I have not. Tell really? us about some of the ones that you have. So, really cool pre COVID when I lived in Indianapolis, Butler University. Butler University, does that sound right? Mm -hmm. Butler, whatever. Maybe. I was just called it Butler. But Butler, um, they would host uh, famous authors coming in all the time. And if you went online, you could buy the tickets for like a dollar, two dollars. Nice. And so um, I got my hands on tickets to go see Khaled Hassini, Hassini mm -hmm. um, who wrote The Kite Runner. <gasps> and what they do is they have him sit and obviously they interview him, book talk him. Um, he talks about his inspiration and things like that. And then he, um, you get to like meet him after he signs your books. Uh, Lois Lowry was there. I, um, and then I saw also, well, uh, probably, that's so memorable, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Buster Rhymes. But yes, Buster Rhymes, exactly, that's exactly who I met. Um, but I've been to quite a few. And I also had a correspondence over email for a long time with um, one of my favorite authors. And uh, he wrote me letters, sent me book plates for all the books that I had, drew me pictures, we emailed back and forth. Awesome. It was actually really cool. Very um, good. I did that a lot growing up. I want to go to one of those events where, where like, the voice actors of, like, shows come and they, like, talk about the show and talk about, like, how they... Oh, like a panel in, like, the Comic-Con or something? Yes. Really I want to go to Comic-Con so bad. Yeah. Nice. I hope I hope they have one this year because I'm going to be in there, like, somewhere. That would be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Never have I ever read a book that made me cry. Every single book I read makes me cry. I've read a few that have made me cry, but I don't enjoy that. Salt, well, that's eh. Salt to the Sea made me bawl my eyes out like an idiot. So did The Boy in Striped Pajamas. Mm -hmm. That made me bawl my eyes out like an idiot, but it was more of like a, like, soul-crushing weeping. Right, gotcha. Because of... Humanity. Sure. <laughs> um, I've read a couple that just made me cry because they were just so dang sad, and I hated it. I hated it. Like, I don't want to bawl like an idiot sitting here. I have other things I can cry about. I don't need help finding things to cry about. See, I like it when books make me cry. I do, too. I don't yeah. like that emotional trigger. I hate it. Uh, I love that. Because I feel like if a, book's, if a book can't make you cry, then it's not doing its job. Why do you want to cry? 
Because it's well, supposed, you're supposed to feel it. <clears throat> isn't that too like emotionally attaching? Nah. But why Maybe that's you, why I have Why would know. you not want to be emotionally attached? Though? I don't want to be emotionally attached like that. Mm. I don't want to be invested that way. Interesting. I don't Beth want Ann you, has I book. don't want to be so invested in you that you hurt me too. Like I don't like that. Beth Ann has book attachment issues. I could play armchair <laughs> psychiatrist on that topic for a long I time. I don't Beth like Ann. that. I don't like you put, putting on me your crap and making me cry about it. I don't like it. Mm, interesting. I am I'm going with Samantha. Whoa! I love to yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that one. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, no. We, we won't pick apart Bethany's Beth psyche, psyche on the on the oh, on no. the uh, podcast. Um, no, I'm with Samantha. Oh, my on that one. About myself. I, I'm a monster. I want to be so emotionally invested with a book that it drives me to strong emotion. Really? Whether it's crying, whether it's some other, I mean, I want to be, See, I want to be sucked in. I also don't like being overjoyed in a book. I want to be sucked really? in. Really? Yeah, I hate that. To so you're like an emotionless reader. I don't like being extremely happy for you. For me? Like for you, yes. But not for like a character in the book. Like if you're, like, oh, maybe that's another reason why I don't like romance. Because I don't like being happy for you. Like I don't want to hear about your wedding. I don't want to hear about all of that. Like, I don't like it. So, Bethany doesn't like her emotions stripped bare. Yeah, so Maybe. you don't like your emotions being shown. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like your mess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I like, like, edge of my seat anticipation. Sure, like, right. So there's roller that. Roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. But so, I don't want So to some do... feelings are good. Yeah, I'm others not, not a so, monster. Others not so much. So entirely. <laughs> so this kind of tags into another question that I wrote. Then, have you never have I ever read a book that made me angry? I have. Is that yeah. is that? So let me ask you this, Beth Ann. Is, is that an emotion that you're comfortable with a book making you feel? It depends. Okay. If it's on, like some kind of crazy injustice, yeah, that I can't go on. Like it just. Right. Like, it makes me want to, like, call you mean names. Like, you know, <laughs> I gotcha. Whatever. Maybe she gets so overwhelmed with emotion that she doesn't want to feel the emotion. And okay. she's like, no, bye. I just don't like carrying it with me. Yeah. Well, true enough. True like, enough. I get angry I when people do cliffhangers and then the book, next book doesn't come <laughs> out in, like, for a year. Right, right, I'm just right, like, well, okay, yeah, well, wasting true. my time with that because I'm going to have yeah, to reread yeah. it to remember what happened. Yeah, just true enough. Yeah. Anger just yeah. depends. Yeah, and there's a lot of different there's a lot of different ways you can be angry because like when you just said that that wasn't really the way that I meant the question yeah. but I hadn't thought about it from that standpoint. Um, well, that my standpoint, I guess maybe where I was coming from was made me angry on like a social level, right? Like a book that I read that I've talked about in one of our previous podcasts, The Whisper Network, um, which was a lot about sexual harassment in the workplace. Oh, yeah. That made me so angry on a socially yeah okay social injustice <laughs> level. Um, I feel like I like only that. feel like romance emotions. Mm, fair enough. I read some books like like the book I'm reading right now, Silka's Journey, is pretty hard to take in some spots because I do get so overwhelmingly angry. But I think I don't mind historical fiction because it's based in truth somewhere. Gotcha. And I think that's why I can carry that baggage because it's happened. It's over. Right. It's done. It's not like a thing. Yeah. But when you're like making this up, this injustice up. Like, you're putting it, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying yeah, to no, say. No, I get it. I get, where you're, like, I get where you're coming from. I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. And I don't like children being in 
horrible situation. The brunt, taking the brunt of it. That yeah. makes me like yeah. insanely, yeah. hideously furious. Sure, sure. Well, and I think it's different when you have children that you're close to, whether you're either like your parent, like right. you guys are, or like I have my great, um, you know, nephews and great niece, or my nieces and nephew. Yeah. Um, it's hard because anytime I think of a kid going through something like that, I think of one of the ones that I love. And it's just like, yeah. oh, I can't even, yeah. Like, no, yeah, stop just, me. It I always, the mama bear comes out, and I'm like, no. It always makes me think, like, I know, like, you're a writer, it's what you do, but it makes me think, like, what made you as a writer want to, like, murder children in your book? Right. Or, like, cause children pain? Correct. My thing is, is it's like, if it's, like, an offhand thing to, like, add, like, a monstrosity to this element, to this killer, so that you know he's, like, or she really means vile. business. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's different, but I don't need you to go into gory detail about how this sure, person sure. Like, took advantage of this child. Right, Like, exactly. that crosses a huge line yeah. for me. Like, yeah, like, there's a way to write, you know, I mean, because I've read books where, you know, there are pedophiles, and there are, are, they've done horrible, you know, killings of, you know, but I don't, yeah, I don't really, I think there's a way to write that where you... Don't have to go. <clears throat> you that. understand what the person has done against the child, but you don't have to have the details of it. You don't... Right. I think my thing with emotion is it scars your mind. Like, it's too mind-scarring. And there are some things, because when you read, you just, it'll never go away. Like, yeah. it's there forever. And I think that's why I'm so careful with emotional baggage, because I don't need to carry that for the rest of my life. Point taken. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Okay, so good stuff. Well. Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> never have I ever wished I could be locked inside a library or a bookstore overnight. I used to feel like that. Before you worked in a library? Yeah. <laughs> Preferably a bookstore. Yes. Yeah. I always thought that would be a lot of fun. I would love to be locked in a Barnes & Noble. Yes. But with the Starbucks available okay. well, so that yes. you can have your coffee drinks. Yeah. You know exactly. what? We should just call Barnes & Noble and Indy be like, hey, we're, we're doing having a, a sleepover. We're doing a sleepover thing. It's for our podcast. It's fine. It's, it's going to happen. Just give us the keys. Leave the Starbucks the open. Yeah. And if you see some books gone missing, it's for the podcast. Yes. yes. For we the will return, return them for a reason. We, we will return them. We will not. <laughs> yes. Sorry, but we won't. Sorry. Just walk out with hordes and hordes of books. Just yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> like go to like like an old like antique like bookstore full of the brim with yes. books everywhere floor to ceiling would that dust. not be like amazing oh, they used like, to be like Don's books oh I loved going I there would, a that's... cat in the background yes like or there but ghosties yeah. so I don't know but yes but also ghosts because that's kind of cool but like kind of terrifying not cool as long as yeah. I'm not alone yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be fine with other people I don't want to yeah. be in a bookstore with a but not too many people. people not too many just people. a couple no, just a couple people yeah. Yeah, I always think I always thought that would be a lot of fun. Like, yeah, somebody locked me inside a bookstore overnight. That's, oh, that'd be like, so cool. that's a blast. Find out all the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Knock so on the walls. Awesome. Yeah, like yeah. constantly looking for like secret trap. Like I want a big. Like I just recently was listening to a book that really had nothing to do with anything with this, but the characters happened to be in a library in a private home. Oh. And the home used to be a speakeasy Ooh. back in the day. So there were these secret tunnels like behind the bookshelves so and they cool. discovered like that's like that kind of that's kind of what I think about it like being oh, like it. you can discover all the nooks and crannies and you can and you, you know you can they're trying to solve this mystery so they find this all this 
stuff that they find that they can, I mean, yeah, that was just right down my alley. How so cool fun. would it be, like, to have, like, an escape room in a real house that has, like, a bunch of trap doors and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and have it be, like, like, you're, it's not, like, fake, like, it's not built, it's, like, already there and you have to, like, find these, like, places No, to because find. why does somebody have all that? Well, it'd be, like, it'd be, like, a thing. Murderers! <laughs> it'd be, like, a thing, like, it'd be, like, a, like, a, business like a, not, not a trap house <laughs> oh, not a trap house oh dear cut no, yeah. it's not a, so we just cut. said trap house on, um, on what's the next one like yeah. a uh, like an escape an escape house right no idea yeah we gotcha that'd be so cool no, we're all really distracted wouldn't. now yeah. all right okay so we gotta find we gotta find an escape house and we have to go and call it BNS. Yes. No, 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 no. Cut. No. On second thought, forget that topic. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that would be fun. That would be fun. Moving along. Moving right along. Never have I ever bought author or book-related merchandise. Like, not the book, but other, you know, bookmarks, t-shirts. You know, other other book related paraphernalia. I I'm have. Sure we all have. I have done. Yeah, that. I mean, I've subscribed to book boxes that send you stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love. I think that's kind of cool. A good bookmark and a good British a copy of a book a because British they always have a better. Book. Yes. They always nice. have a better um, cover uh, art design. Than yes, I think so too. Yeah. So if I can get my little fingers on it, green, when I was in uh, yeah, when I was in London. There's used bookstores all over London. It's oh, I bet. Glorious, fabulous. And I picked up a bunch of different covers nice. of things that I loved there. Um, I had a couple t-shirts. I mainly am all for a bookmark that is book-related. That's about nice. I'd be like a magnet person. Feisty as I yeah, get. magnets. You but like those really... little enamel pins? Like something like that would be yes, cool? Yes, that would be. I actually would love to have like a starfish pin to um, my dad, Lisa Phipps. Yes, her book. That would yeah, be absolutely. Awesome. That would be awesome. I'm not like a collector of anything, so. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm too much of a collector oh, of things. Too. I'm like a, I'm going to throw everything away type person. Yeah, no, I love to collect. You get rid of too much. You I know. You so anxious. I text Bethany and I'll be like, do you want anything? I'm throwing my whole house away. <laughs> throwing my whole house away. I'll just bring the house over. You I'll just bring just the house over every day. Yeah. Just come over and hey, we're, take it away. We're gonna do a walkthrough before we before we sell this thing. Just take whatever you want. Take what you want. <laughs> Leave the rest. Absolutely. No, I love things like that. I um, recently I discovered an author that I that I really enjoy. Her name is Karen Slaughter. Hmm, yeah. And um, she has a really great author website. And she has t-shirts and mugs that say, I got slaughtered. Yes. Which I think is hilarious That's and hysterical. Good. And I want one of those t-shirts so badly. Um, just because I think it's kind of fun. Get slaughtered. Um, get slaughtered. Last name. Um, yes. She also has her one of her characters um, named Sarah Linton. Her father runs a plumbing company. And he has two daughters, so it's called Linton and Daughters Plumbing. They also have Linton and Daughters Plumbing t-shirts, which I think would be a blast. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a lot of fun. And sometimes, you know, so it, it this begs the question. This is we'll, we'll kind of do a little segue with this. 
what would be too much to you? Like what's 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 too much? What what changes it from just enough book related merchandise to way over the top we've had enough? When you're making shrines of like one specific thing. Sure, good enough. Yeah, good point. I think that I don't need scarves and mug well maybe a mug or two like we don't maybe need a whole room dedicated to i don't certain outfits whatever. um yeah i don't need room decor yeah. i don't need my kitchen utensils to say quotes of you know what i mean right like, sure stuff like that like i don't mind a mug or two or maybe even a blanket with an awesome quote on it would be yeah. awesome if i sure, really loved sure. the book yeah but like i don't need you don't need over the top mittens yeah. and socks and <laughs> a jacket and yeah like and leg warmers and whatever else and, like, yeah. when you walk into my house you obviously know that i love the hunger games right <laughs> but, like I the don't twilight fandom yeah. yeah, like I don't. That's yeah, just sometimes it's too much. Right? Yeah. I get it. I get, no, I get it. That's why and I this, stick to and, the books. And let's and let's make it out here. This is no offense to anybody yes. that goes that far. This is just if you love it, this you is love our it. opinions of it. For me, that's too if much. You but do your if house, you love it, you do you. It's we're we're all about that. If you want to, if you want to decorate your house with SpongeBob, yeah, we are all about you it. You decorate with SpongeBob. We think you should just. Do Girl, what you, you do, you. do. Absolutely. I'm not even going to lie. You remember those Spongebob popsicles that were shaped like Spongebob? <laughs> yeah. Those were like my so favorite. Good. Yeah. I love the bubblegum on them, actually. Yeah. Nice. I think they still sell them at the gas station doing it. Stop. Yes. Going there. <laughs> oh, doing <yeah>. it. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever talked about a book on a date. Just yeah. with married ladies, but like before. Yeah. I've done it to Dakota on so many pre-marriage <laughs> Same. Days. And he just sits there and endures it like a champ. Aww, and he's awesome. just so That's sweet so to cute. me. And then I see his eyes roll in the back of his head and I lost it. And then you're like, and that's oh, when I know yeah, Scott. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture you and Dakota it. on a date. It's so cute. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> Hashtag couples goals. Oh wow. Yes. I love it. We're the weeniest people ever. You guys are awesome. That's what I love about you too. I'm, I'm, you know, Facebook friends with you, and I see all your cute little stuff, and I'm just like, oh, makes me wanna, makes me wanna crochet a heart and, 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 and you know, like, and cross carve your initials in a tree. It's no, it's beautiful. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, divorced, so I'm kind of cynical, but you know, you guys make it look really beautiful, and I. You guys make it look really beautiful, and I and I envy that. I think you guys are awesome, but for real. But yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, though. It's it's interesting when you He's handsome, so it helps. have a romantic <laughs> attachment with someone, and you can also talk about something that you love, quite like books. I mean, I think that's a great that's a great thing to be able to talk to your partner or your a potential partner yeah, like about. Last night, I um, called him after my game, and I was telling him because anyway, but I called him and he didn't answer because I I tried to call him on his break, so he called me when I thought was his break time and he was like kind of panicked and I was like I just wanted to tell you how my game went and he was just like he like sat and listened to me for like 10 minutes and he was just like that's awesome babe I'm so that's I'm so glad that you love it like that's great he said just next time could you just shoot me a text saying that it's not like a super emergency because you kind of freaked him I out I freaked out and left work <laughs> are you <laughs> so, serious he was just like so I was gonna go back in and like say it was a false alarm just next time just give me a heads up but he let oh, me go no. through all of that oh love he was just like hey that was stupid could you please not that's worry so like sweet that? hashtag we love Dakota oh, that's awesome Dakota's look at you Dakota he's awesome they love you more than me 
is. We Everybody love loves we you love more it. than me. I'm kind of <laughs> no, you guys are so cute. We love it. We love it. Both hands plotting no, a murder. Cool. It's fine. <laughs> he is not. Maybe. Might no, be. I don't believe Maybe not. I was not the one to tell you. Mm. <laughs> He's too cute. I can't do it. <laughs> I keep him. Maybe in a closet. Absolutely. There you go. Hanging <laughs> by his toes yeah. somewhere. And, you know, it's all right. It's all good. Never have I ever had my mind completely blown by a book. Always. Yes, all the time. Always. Every book. I love that. Not every book. Not every book, no, but I, yeah, but I, I love when that happens. That. But yeah. I love it when I finish a book and just go, wow. Oh awesome. my lord, what did yeah. I just read? Recently like, that I've been on a feeling roll. is like so amazing to me. I have not. Whether no. it's because you just completely fell in love with a character, or it really made you think, or it, you know, for whatever reason, I love that mind blown moment. Yeah, you know, that's like so when awesome. I take a breath and I'm just like, wow, yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. Like yeah. that was good. Like you're complete, like that book hangover. That's kind of what I what I refer to as like a book hangover. Like you're just like what am I gonna completely read next? Like, like yeah, blown away and just. Um, in yeah. amazement about something that you read that's just a book that's a really powerful moment yeah a book that makes the next book hard to start yeah yeah I like that feeling and then I always finish a book series and I like novelists like that series I'm like okay what's similar to this exactly yeah, like, exactly oh, I need another one of these yeah I've had that really recently and I think that's one reason why I like series so much yeah because once I find something that I really love like, I want to know about every character in it. I want to know about, like, yes. give me some kind of closure on every single possible, every single possible storyline that I can have so yeah. I, I can know what happens to this group of people, you know. I have to do that when I DNF a book and I'm attached to somebody. Like you got to know how it I finishes. just need to know that they're all right. It means kosher exactly. and, like, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think we talked about that in the last, in the last episode, like, Sometimes yeah. you gotta you gotta Google that ending to see even what's if you're what? not invested in finishing to read of the book that you, but you have to know you gotta find out what happens you gotta find out you know where you you know where what, what goes next where it all stands yeah, yeah. I, I love that yeah that's a great feeling about the book I think I think that's what I love so much about um, and maybe that's what draws me to wanting to be an author wanting to write stuff is because I want write words right because. I love the idea that something I write would really move somebody to feel something. I think that's why I couldn't be a writer. It's because I would be so concerned with what they thought. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be so fixated on the fact that it would make somebody wowed that I wouldn't be able just to freely write what I write. Sure. Good point. Good I don't know. Point. And maybe that fear is what stops some people. I think sometimes that's what stops me from... <laughs> You know, yeah. really, because like, it's like you got to put yourself out there, and then what you I mean you got to be afraid of the. You know, I I said to a friend, I recently started talking into a friend that I've known for many many years, and and I mentioned something about like that I've been writing short stories here lately, and that I, I bring them to work and let some of you guys read them, and I you know I get um, critiques from you, and he got very offended on my behalf. He goes, "Who's critiquing your work?" Yeah. And I'm just like. <laughs> People yeah, you, that I want their opinion, you know, and and but I while, it's not bad for while I love yeah. the idea that he was so concerned for my well-being and yeah. he loves me so much as a friend that he didn't want me to be criticized, 
you know, there is that part that when you write something, you have to be willing to accept some kind. There it goes again with saying you have to lay yourself bare with, like yeah. these are my these are my thoughts. These are what you know. These these ideas and this character sprang from me. So I have to open myself up and say, okay, please tell me. It's like laying your soul bare to somebody that you love and saying, yeah. now tell me what you think. It's and like, that's a frightening moment. It's like me in painting. I don't yeah. like people that's a like frightening moment sometimes because I don't want them to hate it because yeah, it's not their a, business. That's a frightening like, moment. I'm yeah. such a reserved person, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning things about myself that I... Yeah, it's... Yeah, those moments are very powerful. Those moments are powerful. They're a terrible one. No, those moments are powerful, though. I know I agree. Um... Okay, never have I ever read a biography or a memoir about one of my favorite stars, celebrities, or other public figures. No. I have. Never? Um, not anybody who I liked much. But you have read. I'm not a big fan of reading. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about so people's mean. lives. I'm like, my thing is, is like, if I'm reading about you, you must be so intriguingly interesting or so messed up that it drags me into your life because otherwise... Like, why should I, Would I like, want to go there? Do you want to read about me? Mm -hmm. No, that's what I thought. Okay, so then just bye. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm rude. Like, I don't care about your life like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I went through a period where I was reading a lot of memoirs and biographies. Um, I haven't read any for a while, but sometimes some people's stories I think are so compelling um, like that I, I said, really it just want. It just really depends. Um, that I really want to know a little bit more. Um, behind the scenes things about them. Isaac Mizrahi wrote a wonderful memoir called I Am a Memoir um, that was really, really cool and funny. And I think the reason that that one touched me so much was that he's such an out there, outrageous, outre, you know, person that the book, like I could really imagine him just like sitting, saying some of these things about himself and about his life. Yeah. Like it really, it was, it was fun. So if you wanted something that was funny and touching and just gave you some insight onto what goes on in his brain, that was a really interesting to me, um, you know, story about about someone that that I is an interesting like you person. You really have to love and be obsessed with a person to really want to read their story. I think. Like I, the only good like biography, autobiography that I've ever read is "Paddle Your Own Canoe" by Ron Swanson because psh, Ron Swanson's my spirit animal. Okay, listen, he's amazing. <laughs> like Nick Offerman is the best of the best of the best. So read that; that's really good. And he narrates it himself, dude. Dude, so freaking good, good. Like I love that man. So what? Um, what about like? What about like historical figures? You've read any? Have read any? Um, I think my thing is, is if I have an emotional connection with a person, I want to sit down and hear you tell me about your life. Oh, gotcha. Period. Like I want to hear you tell me. Right. I'll share that with you, but I don't want to. I don't know. To me, it's it's pretentious. The right word. I don't know what the right word is. Like, what? What would make me think that sitting down as a celebrity? And writing a story about my life that people would, am I that stuck up that people would want to read about my life? Like, I feel like who yeah. would want to read about my life like that? Like, that's, mm. I don't know. And it's just me. Like I said, don't get offended. Right. <laughs> if you read biographies and crap like that, like, yeah. whatever. Like, but to me, like, I don't, like, I don't know. You're not that special. You're just like me. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. And yeah. if, like, you want to tell me your story, then tell me. Sure, sure. 
Yeah. You know, like, if we're going to cry together, let's cry together. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, not... Yeah. And also, I think, too, is that some people bear so much. And my other thing is, is like, my past is not your right. It is a privilege. Sure. And if you care about me enough to, like, I want to be able... Like, that shows me that you're letting me in enough to tell me those secret things and to tell me about your life, then that means that I must matter to you in some kind of way. True. So it, it's like a weird friendship thing for me, gotcha. too. Right? Gotcha. And well, I would I'm, rather go to yeah. a museum than read about it. Right. I well, want to experience yeah, good point, good things. Point. Not... Well, I'm a huge Anglophile, so I've read a lot of biographies about, like, the, you know, the, the Tudors in, in oh, England yeah. and the, you know, Henry VIII and... Queen Elizabeth I and, you know, Queen Elizabeth II, um, and I love all that stuff. So yeah. I've read a lot of those, Queen Victoria, you know, I've read a lot of, um, you know, Mary Queen of Scots, I've read a lot of those kinds of things. And, um, you know, like some, some, you know, prolific first ladies, I've read a lot, you know, See, like I Jacqueline like hearing Kennedy. you talk yeah. about it. <laughs> you know, but I don't want to read about right. it. Right. Well, I, yeah. I mean, you know, good, good point. To each I mean, some people... Um, I like all of it when it comes to that stuff. I'll watch the documentaries. I'll watch the movies that are made about their lives that are kind of fictionalized. I'll read, you know, any of that stuff. So I kind of like it all. But, you know, there again, like like Beth Ann said, it's, everybody has their own. Uh, Some people has their like own peanut butter th on their pancakes. Some people don't. Some people don't. I'm a no peanut butter on my pancakes person. No, no, thank you. Yeah, you guys are just weird. My Aunt Gladys, whose birthday would have been a couple days ago. Rest in heaven ain't gladdy, but uh, yeah, she would paint can't burn her pancakes. But you guys no, must be not psychopaths. Me. Not me, I can't do it. No. Can't do it. <laughs> I don't like peanut butter for one. Yeah, I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm busy about peanut butter, so. I gotta get out of here. Bye, guys. I'll I see you. <laughs> oh, that's offensive. Never oh. have I ever wished I could forget a book that I'd read so I could read it again for the first time. Yes. What? It didn't look like it was recording. Oh, yeah. It's just like... <laughs> okay, what was the question? Read it again for me. Never have I ever wished I could forget a book that I'd read so that I could read it again for the first time. No. I would I, never want to do that. Really? I feel like yes and no. Like, when I finish it, I'm like, dang, what am I going to do? And that would be, like, nice if I could yeah. just, like, forget it and, like, reread it again. Yeah. But, like, I can't reread books in general. Sure, sure. My thing is, is the love affair is rereading it again. See, I'm with you on that one. I would I'll never want to forget there in High yeah. 451 of the Hobbit to re-experience it again yeah. because every time I read it is a new layer of, like, Good point. I hadn't thought about that when I wrote that question. And affection, yeah. and it matters that much more to me after I read it Yeah, again. good point. Good point. So yeah, I, like I never want to lose those beautiful moments. I like that. That you get with that rereading. I just couldn't, I can't do it because I know what's going to happen. So, like, why do I want to read what's going to happen if I already know? Fair enough. Because Fair enough. there's like a poetic sense of, like. See, I'm not, I, I don't have that kind of, like, I'm not poetic. Like, I don't understand that. I'm not poetic either. I'm yeah, really an emotionalist monster. <laughs> you're like, a, you're like a, a poetic artist. An emotionalist I'm monster? I'm an emotionalist monster. I'm going to get Beth Ann. A shirt that says is it emotionless monster. monster on it. I have that across the back. And I'm going to get one for Samantha that says non-poetic. Non-poetic. Yes. 
So we're gonna, yeah, you know, talk about merch. These talk, are perfect. Talk These about are this is gonna be on, on this is gonna be shirts. off the books related merchandise that we're gonna oh, make available. Yeah, we're gonna have our own guys, store. We are. We're gonna do it, we and really I think we do. Could, yeah, write these things down and make sure we're them. gonna do it. It's, I think it would be awesome. We're, we should. Yeah, <laughs> there's <laughs> another idea for us. Yeah. All right, I think we have uh, time for one more question. Okay. It does look like it's not recording, but it is. Okay. Alrighty. Sorry, guys. We're just double-checking our work here. Gotcha. Here's a good one. Never have I ever learned an unexpected lesson. Always. Tell me about, a, tell me about a, an example of that. Give me an example. Put you on the spot. Oh, man. Okay, so I'll just use the most obvious one. I tell everybody why I... I love Fahrenheit 451. It's my all-time favorite top one book because of reading it and learning. So my thing about books is this. is like I'm a really conservative person, mm -hmm. which is fine. We're all about talking about being in your own boat or whatever. You do what you do. Uh, my thing is, is like, uh, like the, the thing of banning books. I don't like everything. I don't agree with everything. But my thing is, is like if I ban books then they can ban my books. So I'm open to allowing that freedom because of what it could restrict for others or myself, etc. So I look at it selfishly. If I ban yours, you can ban mine kind of thing. My thing is to keep it free. I think that was one of the biggest lessons. And also in reading that book over and over again, I learned that um, one of the publishing companies that he went through actually um, edited the book for content without his knowledge wow. and took and changed a lot of his mm. uh, work for that book and released it. Wow. I think it might have been, I want to say Delray, but I don't quote me on that. Mm. Um, so there are um, copies out there circulating that are not the same. They're um, edited um, copies to reflect like a, appropriateness or yeah, whatever. Or whatever. So he wrote them and told them, if you don't publish my book the way that I intended it to be written and published, right. I'll pull the book and I'll never sell the book again, basically. Wow. And he said, I wrote this book because of that. Exactly. Things like this. That's that the reason right there. You are doing without my permission as an author, tainting, changing my stuff. This is burning books. And so it taught me a massive lesson. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, and that's another reason why I love the book so much because reading was obviously my thing when I was a kid. And sure. it is now, even as a slow reader now. <laughs> but it just, that's the kind of empowered connection that I have. And that's why I love it so much because every time I see a copy, I pick it up. Gotcha. What about you, Samantha? Uh, lesson? I, I don't like reading about people that like bully other people. Cause then you can just like see like if you're if like you're rude to other people you can see how it affects them reading through the characters eyes in that book right and that's i mean generally like i'm sure i've learned lessons from all oh, yeah. books but yeah. that's like the most right yeah yeah well i have to go back to a book that i mentioned earlier the whisper network chandler baker um that book, although I have never personally been um, sexually harassed in the workplace, 
I know you guys find that hard to believe because I am super sexy. But no. But uh, but no. I mean, just I'm sorry. I had to bring some levity into the situation. Let's laugh about that one, but I'm done. But no, it really made me, it taught me the lesson that no matter what, women have to come forward and women have to speak the truth where they feel uncomfortable in a situation where someone of power is using that um, against them. That's on, a topic a I can like, dive some deep. Yeah, I won't, and, that, and, that's a, and, that's a, and that's a big one. <laughs> but I mean, you know, but that 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 book really taught me and, and kind of brought to the forefront a topic that I'd always known existed, but it really made me stop to think about like what, I mean, things that I would have never believed would have been sexual harassment, like, you know, whether it's telling a dirty joke that makes somebody feel uncomfortable. I mean, now right. I think people can people can take it too far and people can whatever. Yeah. But, you know, we really have to be careful in the places that we work in where that we don't, you know, I mean, there's such a thing as trying to be too politically correct, I guess. But, you know, we just have to be incredibly careful about what we allow to continue in our midst because it made you aware of in for a, in for a penny in for a pound you know yeah. how do i know it's it's like the expression give somebody an inch they'll take a mile you know what today is a, a a touch on the leg or a a hand on the shoulder tomorrow might be a grope and a whatever i mean you just never know right so if something you know that book really showed me that if something made me feel uncomfortable or something someone it made someone else feel uncomfortable how important it is to fully disclose from the beginning yeah. um, and it really made me it made me want to for the sake of the women in my life who are you know all seriousness aside younger prettier more apt oh, to be yeah. no more i know it's fine more apt to be the, the, the take the brunt of that situation and really let them know like the young women in my life that I care about, my nieces, you know, my, you know, my, my great niece as she grows up, you know, to really be, empower herself as a woman and understand that she does not have to put up with those things. Those things are not, uh, should not just be expected. We should not say boys will be boys. If you say boys will be boys, then we aren't teaching boys the right things. Right. That is unacceptable. That's a powerful book. Absolutely unacceptable. Um, I yeah, I got that, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I love when a book can make that. me really think right. about those things and really make me feel uh, some kind of way about something and really give me a sense of this is a topic that I need to put out there. This is something that Gives I need to speak direction. out about. Um, yeah, so hmm. I think that I'm really, I love that about, about literature and about, like we said, about documentaries, about specials, about TV things that we've watched. I love that where something can make you feel a certain way that you just want to say it to everyone you know. Yeah. And you want to, like, run a billboard and shout it out and Books do that. post about it on Facebook and, you know, never underestimate the power of what you read. And what it can put in your in your brain. There's another drop of mic. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Never yes. underestimate the power of what you read. Write it down. Now. Absolutely. All right, my dudes. Well, my this dudes. has been so much fun, guys. Yes, thank, thank you, you. so much for having me again. I have loved this. Um, we all know I love the sound of my own voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank Absolutely. you for joining us. Join us next week. 
Um, don't know what we're going to be talking about next week. I think we're doing a book. Some sort Probably of book. Probably something I'm not prepared for. And yes. <laughs> awesome. You guys have a great week, day, month, year. year. Absolutely. All that. We'll see you later, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.